When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. I don't think that you look at this team and say that they have one of those glaring weaknesses like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think there are some you know, big decisions to be made going forward in terms of forecasting out in the future. And I think, I'm sure you guys have been talking a lot about it with Kirk. You know, <laughs> yeah. just got to figure out what you want to do with Kirk going forward and you know, I, I've been joking around that Kevin, you know, coming from the Shanahan tree, you have to pledge your allegiance to Kirk Cousins. It's this part of the deal. You do not get your membership card unless you pledge your allegiance to Kirk Cousins. So we'll, we'll see how that goes forward. It's kind of creepy. It is kind of creepy. I pledge my allegiance to yes. Kirk Cousins. To the Kirk and the One Cousins of America. <laughs> the Indivisible. <laughs> With check downs for all. The cult of cousins, boys. The cult of cousins. Oh, man. All right. It is, uh, it's good to be back. Whether you guys want the Vikings Twitter CEO back or not, he is back here. And we're also mm-hmm. celebrating Declan Goff as the CBO of Thank Vikings you. Twitter. That's right. Thank the you. chief clickbait officer. He has one goal. Make you click on Purple Daily episodes by using random, big, hey. bold words. And whether we pay it off trade. or not, well, well, we get to decide. Uh, this is Purple Daily. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. That's our mission statement on the show. And it's presented by Surly Brewing Company and also TCL, which has a new lineup of award-winning TV delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. I think we should put a disclaimer on the beginning of this episode. Reckless speculation. We will be recklessly speculating about the Vikings quarterback situation. Oh. Not again. No. I, I, can, uh, I can play the disclaimer quick. In the Minnesota okay. sports media scene, fans are represented by two different yet equally important groups. The homers who play with positivity and don't like to have fun, and the realists who prosecute the offenders and recklessly speculate. These are their ideas. There you go. All right. Are you mentally prepared for this, Judd? I'm getting myself in the right spot. Full disclosure, right now, um, I feel fragile. Okay, all right. I feel I, I feel fragile, so I've got to get myself into the right m- mindset, but I'm going to work on that right now. Yeah, sound, Go ahead. You sound like the Minnesota Wild right now. I am just very fragile. So according to bookies.com, the most likely replacement for Kirk Cousins, if the Vikings move on from him, <laughs> is Russell Wilson at plus 550. All right, here are the odds right now for Vikings quarterback in 2022, according to bookies.com. And if just if you're wondering, 
what is bookies.com? So <laughs> they are they they are a a pretty pretty massive website. It looks like they show up and they're and they're creating a lot of content. Like they're clearly looking to drum up interest. So, um, but they provide betting tips, unrivaled odds comparison tools, and the latest betting news. Also, independent reviews of the top legal licensed and regulated sports books. Uh, with exclusive bonuses to help people wager. So, I don't know, they have a, a pretty massive website with all sorts of tools and information, and they are saying that the odds for the Vikings quarterback in 2022 start with Kirk Cousins, odds on favorite among all the options, at Makes minus sense. 400. Yep. Yep. Because uh, it'll take many steps to to move into one of these other options. Russell Wilson is second on this list at plus 550. Derek Carr is plus 700. We'll get back to some of these. Baker Mayfield is a plus 950. That one makes sense just because it would be an easy swap. Vikings would save some cap space. They could evaluate Baker for a year, and uh, Cleveland could get the upgrade that they've been looking for. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, there's a big jump then to Jimmy Garoppolo at plus 3,000. Any rookie quarterback at plus 3,800. And then poor Kellen Mond. At plus four thousand, very unlikely that Kellen Mond would be the starting quarterback. So, what do you? Let's just start with it. Wait, Russell Wilson. What do you make of this? Really interesting. I'd love to know why or how they landed on that in particular. That name, that player. Um, to go back to my statement, my statement earlier today on Mackie and Judd, I do believe that. Once the Aaron Rodgers conundrum is solved with him either staying with Packers or being moved, that the rest of this will unclog itself and that guys like Russ will start to move or at least final decisions will be made. But here's where here's where I land at. I, I guess I can get my head around Russell Wilson being uh, tagged to the Vikings. In that sense, you know, it does appear that the owners want to win, correct? And and if Kirk, the Kirk thing would fall apart and Kirk would be moved, not because Kirk can't play, but because of the contract. So like everything in reality, no matter how any of us feel about Kirk, good or bad, Kirk Cousins' future here is tied to his contract demands and the potential of somebody saying, we can't do that and we're going to have to look because you don't have a no trade now. Uh, to move you. That being said, if the Wolves say, okay, you could trade Kirk, but we still expect great things, well, you sure as hell can't start Mond or a young quarterback who is an unknown. So if you're going with that, it would make some sense. And I'm not advocating for this. I'm trying to put the pieces of the reckless speculation puzzle together. You're not advocating for the Vikings to trade for Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson, yeah. I That would not I, I, be— I want to be clear. I am. I know you <laughs> are. So I know. I knew that you would, would be, be awesome if that if I, this happened. I am not advocating for that to be the end game, but I do believe that when you're putting together, trying to like figure out the direction that the Vikings are going for 2022 and the possibilities that Russell Wilson would be here because one, Kirk's contract demands are such that the Vikings simply don't think it's responsible to fulfill them. And two, they would still be following through the ownership mandate of, okay, that's cool, but we want to win. That's what I make of it. One other interesting thing to note here, because I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know, so how, how much is this? How much of this is just sort of, uh, you know, completely reckless speculation versus when you see stuff pop up 
on odds websites, there's usually information behind it. So the guy that wrote this article, or the guy that put these odds out, his name is Adam Thompson, and uh, he is he is an odds maker and handicapper at Bookies. So this is his life. His life is handicapping and odds making, right? He posted a similar article on Bookies.com on February 22nd. Russell Wilson trade odds. And here are the teams, right? So Adam Thompson, this is literally two weeks ago. And he had 10 teams listed here, including the Seahawks at minus 150. Broncos, Steelers, Packers, Saints, Dolphins, Eagles, Buccaneers, Raiders, Commanders. He did not have the Vikings on this list two weeks ago. Yes. Now he has the Vikings as the, well, we haven't seen it from the Seahawks perspective, but he has the Vikings and Russell Wilson as a very likely possibility if the Vikings move on. So did Adam obtain some information in the last couple of weeks? Did someone from bookies.com? I mean, there's like this underground of sort of insider trading, right, when it comes to – now, can you actually place a bet on this? I don't think so. I think these are just sort of for content purposes. Um, but I will say this about Russell Wilson. He's 33 years old. He has two years left in his contract. He has cap hits of 37 and $40 million the next two years, which is the sixth and fifth highest cap hits. He plans to play for a long time. So I'm sure he would be willing to discuss some sort of long-term contract that takes him into his late 30s. And he's the type of dude that's obsessed with his physique, conditioning. He's got a lot more Tom Brady in him than, you know, like Ben Roethlisberger was just kind of What's wrong with know, Ben Roethlisberger? turned into a blimp the last three years. Back he's, off, Ben. I think Russ, is, Russ wants to play until he's really old. And, <laughs> and, and Russ cares more about winning Super Bowls than he does about winning negotiations. And there's a story, somebody wrote a story about him in a, in a press box booth or a, or a luxury suite at the Super Bowl two years ago when Tom Brady in his first year with the Buccaneers went on and won that Super Bowl. And Russell Wilson was there in person watching and seething, according to reports, that my organization has turned into just a train wreck and the offense is antiquated and Pete Carroll is 70 and hard-headed. And that's when you started to hear about the list of four teams that he wanted to be traded to. He wants to win championships. And he would be, I think, more interested in playing ball contractually than Kirk Cousins has been throughout his career to this point. And based on the early reports on Kirk still wanting to play hardball with that contract. That's just the contract side, all right? Never mind the fact that Russell Wilson is levels better than Kirk Cousins as a player, as a late-game clutch quarterback, and as a leader and a guy that can bring people together and and get people to rally around him. So ideally, would it be nice to find a young quarterback of the future that you can have on a rookie-scale t- contract for five years, like if Malik Willis was that guy? Absolutely. But if there's an option to still pay a lot of money, but maybe have it be a little bit more flexible in terms of what you can do with that cap hit right. and upgrade to a Hall of Fame caliber guy who's motivated and wants to win more Super Bowls, this would be a no-brainer discussion behind the scenes for me. Like I would be absolutely on the phone with the Seahawks, just feeling them out and seeing what's possible. What's the price tag? I think your guy might have um, put together the odds also based on on this, and it's not it's not necessarily a direct tie-in or correlation between the Seahawks and Vikings. It's what was said at the combine. In fact, that's a segment right there. What was said at the combine? You like that? You like that? But Pete Carroll, 
Pete Carroll said specifically he gave the old Rick Spielman on, on Percy and Diggs treatment to Russ, which is we have no intention of trading Russ right no now. No intention. Yeah, yes. no intention, which means our intentions can change. Like we could go home to Seattle and say our intentions have changed. Meanwhile, don't forget at the Combine when Quasey took the stage, he basically said we're exploring all options. All, all options are open, I believe. He said, you know, we'll do what's best for the Vikings. Kirk will do what's best for Kirk. The point being is it's not too hard to draw some lines here if you're trying to mix and match potential teams of who is not exactly providing an assurance. Like we know, as crazy as he might drive his team, the Packers want Aaron Rodgers back in the worst way. Like there's no debate about that. It's not, it's debatable if he's going to be back, but that will be partially driven by the player. But like we know for a fact, Brian Gutekunst, Mark Murphy, uh, LaFleur want Rodgers back. In the case of what we're seeing quotes from Seattle and the Vikings, there's a lot of murky ground there, right? So it makes a lot of sense to try and draw draw lines there. And that, to me, though, goes back to if you if you think that the Wilfs are telling the truth, we want to win. And Quasi's like, yeah, Kirk, all options being explored. Well, if you want to win, you're going to have to have a quarterback who is probably an improvement on Kirk, which makes at least trying to fit this all together, Russell Wilson, at least a possibility of some sort. For the like, Dex, what does Russell Wilson do for you? I mean, I I love the idea of Wilson. I'm just curious on how this transpires. Judd, Judd's probably right. Combine discussions maybe amplified this to a little bit of a degree. But just looking at the odds that you, you threw out there from him on who could be the Vikings starting quarterback, I would actually put Baker Mayfield's odds ahead of Russell Wilson's and Derek Carr's. Um, I just think that trade just makes more sense. It's cleaner because it's a one-team trade. Yeah, these other ones would have to be like a th- almost like a three team trade, right? You'd, you'd right, have to yeah. Find it, it would for Kirk, and then it gets way more complicated. And for I mean, my God, poor Kellen Mond just being absolutely buried on this list at plus four thousand. Um, I think probably says also what the organization projects as him, which is un- which is a little bit unfortunate because I I everyone knew he was a project going into it, but the fact there are five other quarterbacks ahead of him, including a rookie quarterback who isn't even on an NFL team yet yeah. that has better odds than, than Kellen Mond says, I think even more an indictment on what they view Kellen Mond as a future quarterback for the Vikings. But with Russ, I, I mean, sign me up if you can make it happen, but I, I just don't know. I think, it's, I think it's too complicated to make that work. And I think, you know, R- Russell Wilson, just to go through, I, c- I can't believe I have to explain like the tale of the tape between Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins, but a lot of people look at, well, look at Kirk's touchdowns, the interceptions, and look at the yardage. They're actually very similar, and the answer is no, they're not. If you start to dig into the stats and the, you know the result on their play to team success, Russell Wilson has been part of six top ten scoring offenses in his NFL career, including three of the last four years, where their offensive line has been a disaster. Uh, you know their defense has not been good in like seven years. So six top ten scoring offenses led by Russell Wilson. Kirk Cousins has been part of one with the Vikings in the last four years, with some of the best weapons in the NFL. Uh, they also had exactly the uh, the 10th best scoring offense in 2015 in Washington, so two in his career. Russell Wilson, when given the keys to a ready-made car, has driven it to two Super Bowls, including one championship, 
nine playoff wins, and they are 50 games above 500 in Seattle since he arrived in 2012. 50 games above 500. And yes, the great defense was a pretty major factor early on, right? The Legion of Boom defense for the first small handful of years. Um, but two things. Number one, when he was given the keys to that car, he didn't miss the playoffs like Kirk did in 2018. He drove it across the finish line to a Super Bowl, and uh, and they came one play away from, from winning back-to-back Super Bowls. It's been six years since the Seahawks had a top-10 defense. It's been a long time since the Legion of Boom w- was propping up Russell Wilson. And, and so in those six years since they lost the Legion of Boom defense, Russell Wilson is 48-30 and 30 over that stretch with three trips to the playoffs. Cousins has had two top 10 defenses, one in 2018, one in 2019. When you take away his top 10 defenses, he is seven games below 500. So relative to 500, there is a 25-game difference between Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins' teams when they don't have top 10 defenses. So I just like, for anyone that's trying to put Russell Wilson in the same sentence, and well, but but he's highly paid too. Like, you need one of two things at quarterback to win a championship, almost certainly the last 20 years when you look. You either need a really good young quarterback on a rookie-scale contract so you can build a monster roster around that guy, or you need a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback that can be flexible contractually when it makes sense, like you saw with Tom Brady and like you saw with uh, with Patrick Mahomes you know, these past couple seasons. And Russell Wilson would fall into that second category. You're not going to pay $5 bucks for him anymore like they did at the beginning of the run. But if you got him signed to like a five-year contract extension, could you be flexible in a couple of those years to to move some cap hit around to build a roster around him? So I guess I, I'm like the more I think about this, the more if this is even remotely a possibility, I'm all in. I have an idea for what a trade would look like. But Judd, earlier in the show, you said that this is not something you would advise, and I'm wondering. The Vikings Twitter CEO here is wondering yeah. what. Uh, what you mean by that? What you, you you wouldn't advise them having Russell Wilson be their quarterback? What are you What are you talking about? That's not my first option. No, I want them to. And I, I think I talked about this with uh, Dex on uh, the show last week when Dex did a great job. Oh, thank you. Sitting in, co-hosting, really just top very, notch. Very Real, Gus Farad, NFC Player of the Week. Very top notch. Very top notch. Anyway, <laughs> um, I want them. My first option, my is to in the next two years, I want them to identify and find their quarterback from the draft. That's what I want. That's my ideal. So my starting point is because if you do that, you now set the wheels in motion for an extended period of time to make your life as easy as possible when it comes to building a team. Like to me, the main the main lesson from the whole Kirk thing is not that Kirk's up bad human being it's not that Kirk's a bad guy it's not that Kirk's a bad quarterback and I don't want to I don't want to debate quarterback wins and losses I'm tired of that my main takeaway is this we we have seen now what happens when you have to pay a guy um and it it strips away from the rest of your ability to build now now I will go back to defending the Kirk move in 2018 if Russell Wilson was going to join a team that I thought these guys are set to pop, like if I could go Kirk out, Russell Wilson in, pop time, I'm all in on Russ. But the reality is I want to give this team some time to take a breath and build. And you can still make the playoffs. But what I but I believe that this is actually a question 
right now of going back to the drawing board a bit for construction. And construction includes tearing it down a little bit, not rebuilding, to create more cap room. And if you can get that quarterback, and and I'll caution you because I feel the same way. I know we all are like, well, the Vikings can't, though. They never have. They And that's not wrong. You know, Rick Spielman couldn't find a quarterback, Judd. Why are you talking like this? Because the reality is you blew everybody out to bring in people that you trust can find the quarterback, which includes your coach now. I want to give them a chance there. But don't you that's think why. Don't you think if the ultimate goal here, and we say this every, every, every time we crack the mics on Purple Daily, the goal is to win a Super Bowl. 60-plus yes. years, no Super Bowls. Yes. That... If you're saying, okay, three more years of Kirk Cousins or go after Malik Willis or whoever's available, let's say in 2023, and, and you get five years of rookie scale contract there, build a roster, like yep. that's a no brainer for me. Give me the young quarterback. Let yep. me build around that guy. There's like five exceptions where I would go after an established, highly paid quarterback. And Russell Wilson is one of those five exceptions for me. I, I, I think even though you'd be paying him a lot of money, and even though the Seahawks have struggled to maintain a roster the last few years, paying him a lot of money, you know the Vikings have the youngest offensive player unit in the NFL. They have, uh, I believe, the youngest starting offensive line in the NFL. They have a young, explosive, dynamic weapon in, in Justin Jefferson, and they drafted like 38 players over the previous three years. They, have a, they actually have a pretty interesting crop of young players, some of which we didn't even get to see last year because Mike Zimmer had a vendetta against his boss because they didn't talk for three months, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm looking at this saying, okay, yes, the roster needs some tweaking and adjusting. You definitely need offensive line help still. You need a guard or a center or both. Mm-hmm. And your defense is aging, and so you're not just going to flip the switch and be great in 2022. But I'm looking at Russell Wilson not in a 2022 light only, I'm looking at Russell Wilson for like the next five to six years because I think he's going to be effective and MVP caliber late into his 30s. So you bring him in, you compete this year, you're not tanking this year. He probably makes you a couple games better with all the all the things that we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. You bring in a guard in free agency, you know, there's there's many available. And then you've got your window open in 2024, 2025 as well with a guy that's still only like 34, 35 years old. And we could talk about what it would take to get him. But, you know, this is where, again, there's like five exceptions for me. And he's one of them to the go get your young quarterback in the draft line of thinking. I'm all with you on that. Unless Russell Wilson's available, in which case, okay, cool. Like, give me the sure thing and let's figure out the contract and, and make it work in a way that helps the Vikings in the years that they're ready to pop. If that's possible, yeah. Like, like if, if he comes in and says, I am the anti-Kirk as far as from a negotiating standpoint, he I want to help you he out. He wants to win. I'll it's give you a five-year. not about money year. with him in Seattle. So if that's, but if that's he comes in. inciting here out in the Pacific Northwest. Okay, and I love that. <laughs> and, if he, and if he comes in and tells me flat out, I want to win, I will make this work, that's a different ballgame. But I think we agree here, I think our first choice is is this. If you can identify that quarterback and get that type of team control at that cheap price and develop the, this guy, which, by the way, O'Connell is here to do. Like, like this is his job. His job is to be the anti-Mike and to take a young piece of clay who is molded but not perfect and molded into an absolute sculpture, okay? If O'Connell can do that, that's my first choice. But we agree there. 
So if Russ tells me, yeah, you know what, guys, I don't care about the cash. Let's let's work this out, and it's going to be it's going to work out so that it's going to help you. I I'm in. It's just not my first choice. So I'm if, not like debating you and saying, oh no 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 no. No, it's, I'm not it's, arguing. You're, you're, you're anti Russell Wilson. That's it's fine. not my first. You can't hide it. It's not my first choice. Is not. <laughs> I'm building. I'm trying to build a team here that I realize the error of my previous ways that I applauded back in 2018. Real quick, if you asked Kevin O'Connell right now, okay, you can mold a young piece of clay in Malik Willis or you know wh- whatever his favorite piece of clay is, or you can mold Russell Wilson, who wants to be molded. He is available to be molded. It's just that he's been stuck with old moldy Pete Carroll the last wow. few years now you're uh, dumping on and Pete an antiquated Carroll. offensive system. Evil Zim, <laughs> evil Pete. Now we're just dumping on geriatric coaches. <laughs> He's like 70. I know He's he running is. the same offense God bless from, him. from 15 years ago. I, I think Kevin O'Connell would say, yeah, give me Russell Wilson. Okay. I think I'll take Russell Wilson. Yeah, I, you know what? If you could make this work. In fact, okay, what's the trade? Okay. Let's hear the trade. Okay. Let's move on. Our thoughts are out there. I okay. want to hear the trade. All right, I'll tell you the trade after we talk about our favorite underwear from Chillboys and Chillboys.com. All right, what's one word to describe how Chillboys are making you feel here today on Purple Daily? Perfection. Reckless. Mm. Wow. Reckless. Wow. Championship caliber. It's hyphenated. It's one hyphenated word. Championship. You, you, you keep caliber. cheating the system, mm-hmm. CEO. You keep Hyphen, cheating today. The hyphens CEO. are there for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, uh, good point. Tech. If you're looking to feel the way that we do down there, chillboys.com. It's a Minnesota-based company, but you can find them online at chillboys.com. Uh, Judd told us that they're going to be doing some before and after pictures of him at Livia because he's had such oh a successful God. weight loss journey the last few months. Let's just say be, this: Are, are you going to be much. like in, like uh, like a speedo, or what's going to happen for these? But, photos? Thank you very much. You know, I'm not sure yet, but let's just say it has not been often in my 52 years on this planet, that the words Judd Zolgad and photo shoot side by side. But tomorrow, I'm told, I've am i been told that we are going to do a photo shoot involving me. And that is, as Phil just said, because my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers, down 30 plus pounds. And I want to emphasize the words weight control centers. This is not a diet program. This is not a, you lost the weight, congratulations. Now go back to the old lifestyle. This is a program that helps you get the the weight off, which they help me do. And then most importantly, folks, keep the weight off. And here's the best part. You get your first eight weeks right now for free. That's right. First eight weeks for free. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A. Livia.com. Livia. L-I-V-E-A.com. Photo shoot and Judd Zolgad, boys. That's where we're going right now because I have reached my goal weight. At last check, 204 pounds. I started at around 240. Livia.com. Sexy man. Sexy man. (laughs) Well, I don't know about You don't have to go that far. You don't have to go that far. All right. What would a trade look like here? So, again, Russell Wilson, according to bookies.com, is the odds-on favorite to replace Kirk Cousins if the Vikings move on. Cousins is still the favorite to be the Vikings quarterback, but... Russell Wilson is up to a plus 550. So I think step one, you'd need to trade Kirk Cousins to a quarterback needy team because obviously you're not just going to have them both on the same team. Mm -hmm. So Denver, we've talked about Carolina. uh, Pittsburgh needs a quarterback. Washington needs a quarterback. I'm told by people who know that organization uh, much better than I do that Kirk would probably not sign a long-term extension <laughs> to be back in Washington. Right. So it's probably not a starter. But like pick, pick pick one of these teams 
and uh, and and leverage the uh, the supply and demand game into a first round pick and maybe something else. So this is all kind of predicated on. There's going to be a bidding war. Aaron Rodgers maybe stays in Green Bay, and uh, there's like three or four quarterback needy teams all vying for like Jimmy Garoppolo and Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. and uh, and you get a first round pick, let's say, and maybe like a fourth. I don't know. So is everyone cool with that? So that's step one. You got to you got to move Kirk for assets. Yes. We yeah. We there? Tried, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So step Very two good. is take the draft capital that you obtained for Cousins and the draft capital you already have and trade to Seattle, who would be going into a rebuild mode. For Russell Wilson, it's worth noting that Ian Rappaport from NFL Network reported a couple days ago that Washington offered multiple first rounders for Russell Wilson and uh, they were turned away. So who knows? Maybe it's just early in the process. Maybe Seattle wants to get further down the line and get some teams involved. Um, Maybe they're just going to hang on to Russell Wilson, which is probably the likely scenario. But what I would do is, okay, well, so it's got to be at least multiple first because Washington got turned down. So I'm giving up. Two first-round picks in 2012. So I got one, let's say, from Denver. I got the ninth overall pick or something from Denver. Maybe it was a pick swap and, and the Vikings kicked back a third or something. But So I'm trading the ninth and the twelfth. And I'm trading another first-round pick in 2023 mm. for Russell Wilson. Mm. I still have 38 players, not all of them because some of them got cut. But I drafted a bleep ton of players over the past three years. I've got Wyatt Davis, who hasn't seen the light of day yet. I've got defensive players. I got a linebacker in the third round. I've got guys who haven't seen the field yet because Mike Zimmer didn't want to play young guys. I've got a second round pick. I got a third round pick. I've got some draft picks. So I'm willing to give up. I've got some, you know, and, and by the way, like there's ways to clear a little bit of free agency money here for, for this spring too. Like I can sign a guard. So I am, uh, I'm trading three first round picks over the next two years for Russell Wilson. Your thoughts. Okay, it derails my plan, though. See, that that's what I don't like. Um, oh, this all depends on how close you think you are, w- what he agrees to. Again, if he says, I am going to be, you know, I, pay me $12 or something, you know, I'll take a 50-year contract and we'll smooth things out. That's somewhat enticing, but my plan is to have as much uh, high draft capital as you possibly can going into 23 because if the quarterback is as good as the class is being advertised, and I understand that's a big mm-hmm. if, so like that's always the question, the if. Um, that's where I would want to, if I need to, move up to actually draft my quarterback. And, you know, with, with this plan, you'd be committing to Wilson, which I don't have a big problem with, but it also goes against what I truly want in my heart, which is to build this thing. Oh, boy. I don't know, man. Um, I'm going to say no. See you. Bye. Wow. So the next the next three, right? No. Yeah. The, three no, first no. round picks. Two first round picks this year, and then mm-hmm. a first round pick in 2023. So you're gone, so they're all gone. It wouldn't be the next three first round picks. So I would for be two years. I would be keeping the 2024 first round pick. So the next two years you would not have a first round pick. I would do that. I would do that. Because if you if you plug in Russell Wilson, you're gonna have what? You're gonna be a, hopefully a playoff team, right? So you're gonna be out, you're gonna be You'd be you'd you'd be a dep- I mean if you don't make the seven seed, it, I would right. say it, it would be disappointing. So you'd be out. You'd be both like outside the top sixteen of the draft or so. So I'm okay with with not picking there. So yeah, I w- I would be able to do that because if you're going to be competing for Super Bowls, I'm okay with that. So I actually I I side with Mackie. I would I would do that. 
If I you traded, let's say you traded Kirk to Denver, and that's the if if Roger stays in Green Bay, Denver's the team that makes the most sense. George Payton was obviously in yeah. the Vikings yeah. front office or, when they brought him in, right? Or they might say no because of that, but who knows? Yeah, yeah, but you know, but they're but they're the most needy team. So you bring in you you know, uh, you trade to Denver, and they have the ninth overall pick in the first round this year. So, and that's hefty. But Denver's roster is pretty ready-made, and Kirk would be an upgrade over Drew Locke and over Teddy Bridgewater. So you would be then, if, if that trade happened, you'd be trading the 12th and the 9th overall pick, plus your, like Declan said, probably back half of the first-round pick in if, 2023 If your Russ. defense doesn't And maybe out. they kick back a third or something, like just to right, right, right. make it a little bit easier. Yeah. So you'd have a couple third-round picks here you know what? that maybe this team would actually play. Unlike you guys, I trust Quasey and I trust O'Connell to build this thing and to find their quarterback. It's why they're here. I am sticking with my plan. I am sticking with my plan. The des- the days of the desperation, hail Mary, let's go get Brett Favre, let's go get a veteran guy because we can't find one, are over. I've turned a new page. Okay, but Brett, but, but, but Brett, hold up. But Brett Favre, first of all, Brett yep. Favre was like seven years older than Russell Wilson is right now. Yeah, Brett Favre brought this team to the doorstep of a Super Bowl, and then I'm not of course it he fun. was the yeah. he was the one that then prevented it. I'm not from saying happening it wasn't fun. I'm telling you, I'm putting my faith in the new administration that's running the Vikings da, 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 okay. da, da, to find a quarterback. But what if I had told you? Because the Brett Favre thing is not apples to apples. If I would have told you in 2003, 2002 or three, when things were, were starting to get a little bit rocky for the Packers and Favre the first time. You can get a 33-year-old Brett Favre, and you can have him from 2004 with Randy Moss. Yep. Yep. In his prime. Justin Jefferson in his prime. And you can have him until he's 40. So you get, you don't just get one year of Brett Favre. You get all of, you get seven, six, seven years of Brett Favre, and you get to pair him with one of the best receivers in the NFL. With the old administration back then, I'm all in. But with this new, with the crazy <laughs> O'Connell, I'm, that, that's what I'm trusting here. I'm trusting that they do that. They are going to be really good. That's what I'm trusting. So, so it's not apples to apples from um, from a standpoint of who's in charge. Back in the Ticey days, yeah, I'm taking Brett Favre in a heartbeat. But now, in fact, I'm the guy who said what? I'm the guy who said, why did you let Rogers? Fall past you twice. Greatest fight in the history of the show. The greatest fight. But I am going to put my trust in these guys now that they can find and develop that the Kirk thing is going to play out. He might be here. He might eat your cap up in 2022. I don't know. But I really believe that the long-term future and health of this team is tied up in the ability of these two guys to do the one thing that Rick Spielman sure as hell couldn't do, and that's to find your quarterback. Okay. So it's funny because I don't think I would be disappointed in Judd's path either. Like that's the path that I think. Yeah. And I'm not I'm debating mostly on too. And I'm just like, if I, but on that path, if I see an off lane that involves 33 yeah. year old Russell Wilson for, you know, the next five or six years, again, it would be if, if it's Russ on his current contract, I'm not really interested in paying anyone $40 million cap hit at that position, right? Even Pat, it's going to be hard with Pat Mahomes at $40 million, yes. Josh Allen. You are. But if you can get a longer term on that deal, and that's the thing. Like Kirk doesn't want Kirk wants short term deals. Yeah, that allow no flexibility. I'm not debating to go you there. Yeah, we're we're not debating that. Yeah, we Russ, are on. 
We're Russ isn't going to play for nothing, but like Russ is more in the Tom Brady camp of all right. Like I'm, my wife's worth like Sierra's not worth what uh, Giselle's worth, but like Sierra's worth tens of millions of dollars. Russell Wilson's mm-hmm. made two hundred million dollars in his career playing football, so it's not it's not about milking every last penny out of the negotiation like the current guy. Is the CEO of Vikings Twitter at some point today going to endorse Russell Wilson as? The Vikings' next quarterback. Well, I mean, or, he did, or did he already? No. Well, he is on the show here. Obviously, he is. No, I know. But are, are you going to take it to your followers? The CEO of Vikings Twitter retweeted this from Bookies dot com yesterday with okay. basically one word: interesting, and started a firestorm of debate with just one word being interesting. That's what you know. What that's what the CEO does. Dude, some of the cousins crusaders say it's not interesting. Guy, come on now, come on now. <laughs> if you're dying on the hill. It's Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, you guys. Oh, it's kind of weird that he's never, I don't think he's ever really even, uh, like he's never been a finalist for the MVP award. So maybe I'm overinflating him. Does he want I, out? I watch games and see a totally different dude than what the Vikings have been putting out for the last three, four years. Does he want out? Yes. I mean, I'm not reporting that, but like all indications are. I mean, I know he did last everything year. I've heard and read that he does not want to play with, that. it's not that he hates Pete Carroll, but that they just don't. See the football world tired of each way. other, probably. Yeah. The Seahawks they, have no intention of trading Russell Wilson, Phil. And their offensive line's been garbage. So has the Vikings. But the Vikings' offensive line, I think, is in such yeah. a better position now and with better offensive-minded coaches. And I think, I think Russell looks around and sees, my God, Matt Stafford with a young offensive-minded coach, Tom Brady with an offensive-minded coach. Who's my offensive-minded coach? And Kevin O'Connell's one of them. There's probably five or six guys out there that really pique his interest. I mean, there's a reason why Sean Payton and the Saints, before Payton retired, were on his list last year, right? He wants to work with an offensive-minded coach that can see the football world the same way he does. Judd sees the world through surly sunglasses. That's really the... See the... Just a yeah, shirt there, yeah. The hoodie? Yeah. Surly yeah. Brewing yeah. Company. Thank you very much. I'm popping it right now. I'm popping it because I'm cool. <laughs> okay, Sierra. I'm very cool. You're so cool. Yeah, I, you know what? So on Friday, I believe it was, I went to my local liquor store and I picked up I picked up the thing I've been talking about. That's right. The first Surly Variety Pack of 2022 is here. And I told Dex this too. So Phil, here's, here's the thing. Four components, right? Furious, it's the bell cow running back. It's the Dalvin Cook. Like it is solid. It is great. It is. It's a star. It's a star. Havoc machine. Need I say more? That is your. That is your. Your second receiver. Definite threat. Very good. Ghost Empire Dark Lager. I think that's your left tackle. Like just a solid. That's really good. Um, a pro bowler. But then you're saying to yourself, okay, who's your Justin Jefferson? Who's your top flight guy? And I'm going to tell you right now, it's the hyper-modern Idaho 7 IPA. Ladies and gentlemen, I keep talking about it because it's so good. Furious is near and dear to my heart, and I love it. Hyper-modern Idaho 7 IPA. Oh, my God, it's Justin Jefferson. It is out of this world. In fact, if you are fortunate enough to buy this and get one, yeah, that's right. Show me your can or your tap if you have it on tap at Jay Zolgat on Twitter. Nice. Um, also, before we get to our mock draft Monday here, post combine mock drafts coming out left and right. So, a lot of you guys probably heard and saw the news about a month ago 
just the the tragic and, and senseless killing of a 15-year-old Deshaun Hill Jr., who is a standout basketball player, football player at Minneapolis North High School. His, his family uh, and friends described him as, quote, an amazing son, brother, and friend who touched the lives of everyone he met with his infectious smile and humble personality, honor roll student. Um, Minneapolis North High School has set up a fund that aims to raise scholarship money for the North class of 2024, which was Deshaun's graduating class. And we want to get behind this at Purple Daily and Score North, Mackie and Judd. So we're just we're we're trying to raise awareness. We're trying to raise money because you know there's there's really nothing that can be done to make up for what happened. But if there's a chance that we can raise some money and put some kids in a better spot to succeed later in life by getting them a scholarship to go to a college maybe they otherwise wouldn't have been able to go to, mm-hmm. um, then let's do what we can. Scornorth.com keyword hill. Scornorth.com keyword hill. If you want to go to the donation page. Uh, you can also find it. There's a link on my Twitter account, just twitter.com slash Phil Mackey, at Phil Mackey. So uh, you'll be hearing a couple stories on Mackey and Judd throughout the week, too, about uh, the fund and Deshaun Hill Jr., and we just want to do what we can here. So we're getting behind this at Score North and on Purple Daily. Boys, I want to mock. Mock! It's mock draft season. The combine hmm. is over. A lot of Big time bench press Ooh. reps, a lot of big time <laughs> metrics, hand sizes, hand yeah, size can controversy. Mm-hmm. Can you pick it? Undrafted, no. I've got a post combine mock draft from CBSSports.com here. Okay. And uh, let's start with this. We'll just kind of go through here, get to the Vikings. So the first overall pick, Evan Neal, offensive lineman, Alabama, the tackle mm-hmm. to the Jags. Aiden Hutchinson staying in his home state to the Jaguars, edge rusher, Michigan. Uh, Aquanu, the offensive lineman from North Carolina State, going to the Texans at three. Kyle Hamilton, the Notre Dame safety, going to the Jets at four. I'm going to skip a few here. Uh, Kenny Pickett, despite the eight-and-a-half-inch tiny hands. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it, whoever the team is. Going sixth overall to the Carolina Panthers. Oh. I'd take Malik Willis before I took Kenny Pickett now. I don't see it for the Panthers. I just, I don't, It just seems like... You're firing your coach if you draft a rookie quarterback, but we'll see. Uh, Giants taking Kayvon Thibodeau at seven. Edge rusher from Oregon. Yeah. We'll skip to nine here where Malik Willis goes to the Denver Broncos. Uh-oh. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 10, Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State to the Jets. Desmond Ritter, the third quarterback off the board here, goes to Washington at 11. Really? So three quarterbacks off the board before the Vikings. <laughs> I love this league. Okay. And that brings us to the 12th overall pick, the Minnesota Vikings. And they take a guy who has tumbled here just based on some other mock drafts. LSU cornerback Derek Stingley Jr. I want a mock. Mock! So he has largely been considered throughout the process, like late in the season, early on in the offseason, as the consensus number one cornerback. But uh, according to the write-up here, he has fallen with the likes of Sauce Gardner, Trent McDuffie, and others climbing up. Stingley could still wind up on top of the cornerback heap once all the careers progress, but um, and recapturing the magic of his freshman campaign at LSU would be a good place to start. So... The Vikings would be capitalizing on Stingley's stock falling here to number 12. 
Thoughts? Where does Sauce Gardner go in that draft? I didn't hear you read his name. Off. I think I skipped him. Yeah, Ahmad Gardner went uh, eighth to the Falcons. Okay. Uh, My thoughts are are this. So Stingley is, I think, a really good prospect. It scares me a little bit, not a ton, but he didn't play. I think he got shut down in October of last season because of a Liz Frank fracture, which is a big deal. Like, it takes some time to come back. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think it's going to derail his career, but that's definitely part part of why he has slid down the draft because I think that came out um, at the combine that it was actually a pretty serious foot problem. Um, this team needs a cornerback. And I, I'll say this, if they can get a guard in free agency, and I think they're going to pursue guards and corners, but if they can get a guard to take over for Oliudo on the right side, and they can sign a decent corner, but not a top-flight one, I would be on board, as tired as people are from the Zim years of drafting corners, I would be completely on board with taking a cornerback at 12. Yeah, I think you almost have, have no to problem just with that. mentally separate all of the cornerback draft picks. Yeah. All of them are sunk costs, both in draft well, capital and in money. Hughes it's, is gone. Gladden is gone. That's the unfortunate factor. Yeah, I mean, even like Mackenzie Alexander was the Vikings' second-round pick and then came back around and signed yeah. after he was with the Bengals for a year. So. Anything that happened before this is a sunk cost. They need cornerbacks. They have yes. one starting cornerback on the roster right now. I do think they find a way to bring Patrick Peterson back, but he's a free agent. He can go sign anywhere, and the Vikings don't have any cap space right now. Yep. So they so slice d- and dice that roster. Drafting one at 12, to me, absolutely fine. All right, so there it is. Derek Stingley. I Jr. want a mock! So we're, we're about to be hit with mock drafts all week long, right? All left and right. Like, I'd expect yeah. a McShay one. I'd expect a Kuiper yeah. one. McShay put him out last week. Yeah, yeah but it's post-combine. you got to regroup. If you don't do one this week, you're out to me. You're dead to me. <laughs> you're fired. You're dead. You're not in the family anymore. Why would you put one out the week before the combine? I get that it's like, you know, it's yeah, that's stupid. Week. People are excited, but you're just going to change. But, I mean, your... the combine changes a lot. We all know that, right? The combine changes a lot of thought processes. Uh, I need to see. I need to see a Kuiper mock. I need to see a make. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett has the smallest hands since the Burger King dude. Okay, we got to go look at that. How big were Dante's hands? Oh, they're probably nine. So these are smaller than Dante's hands. I think Joe Burrow was a nine, and yeah. that was small. Eight and a half is off the chart small. Yeah, it's a concern, and, and we can laugh and mock it. I'm sorry. The National Football League football is bigger than the college ball, and the ability to to hang on to that prize possession because the ball is the game, and the game is the ball. The ball is the program. Yeah, exactly right. That's all that matters. If you can't hang on to the ball, what use are you, Kenny Pickett? Well, maybe he needs some insurance to help with the risk management <laughs> with those tiny hands. I don't know if Federated will will help insure his tiny hands, but... It's probably worth a phone call. Federated's been helping businesses for over 100 years. They're based in Owatonna. They are one of us, so to speak. And um, you can find a full list of industries that they protect at federatedinsurance.com, like I said. So um, MyShield, risk management webinars, safety walkthroughs, legal resources, a dedicated marketing rep that can help you with any issues, all of it available to you. Federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours.
All right, so Judd is anti-Russell Wilson. He hates Russell Wilson, this thinks is, he's highly overrated. Yeah, CEO. And wants the Vikings me. to draft the next Christian Ponder. You're making me That's the Mike I Pence of this, this show, episode. and it's very upsetting. I'm Mike Pence. You turned on me. What? That's a random what? reference. Well, you're the, you're in charge, and I, oh, you're v- I was oh, your, so your v- VP. I was your VP. Well, I can still be acting. I just haven't signed a long-term extension and accepted it yet, okay? I have to run that by the chief of staff. I didn't I didn't know you're VP. Oh, you're not the chief of staff. You're I the, didn't say I was. I was oh. saying we have to run that by the chief of staff person. Who would be our chief of staff? Ross yeah. Brendel? Who would it be? Hey, Ross. Ross can't be. Conflict. He's my agent. Okay. Oh, I appointed right. him he on did. Saturday my agent. <laughs> We're going to do what's best for Judd, he said. Uh, by the way, also, Eric Eager has joined the... Oh, oh okay. the, the vice president's solid cabinet. appointment, CEO. Yes. He is the QB Wins Ambassador. Eric Eager from Pro Football oh, Focus is the QB God, Wins Ambassador. I hope he's got a. I was gunning Twitter. for that title. I hope but, he's uh, got a flak jacket because that's gonna, that's a dangerous position. It is a stat. All right, that's a wrap. Purple Daily. What do you guys think? Tell us in the YouTube comment section. Click subscribe and the like button. Russell Wilson. Oh.